I see a green light. Am I good? Yes? Can you guys hear me? Dang, that's, do I sound weird or is that just me? Okay. Damn. That's a trip. I sound like a robot. Maybe, maybe it's this. Oh, it is this. Wow. What the heck? That's a trip. Wow. I, I sound normal out here, but yeah, I guess it's just echoing off. I sound like a robot when I'm down here. That's why I had to ask, but sorry. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. So I want to start off first with a story. And the story is going to be about these two guys. One of them is a Christian. The other one is not. And these guys are on a boat. And the boat ended up going through a storm. And the boat ended up crashing. And it ended up sinking. And so some people were able to make it on some life racks. And they were able to escape. But these two guys were able to make it on a life rack as well. But it just ended up being them too. And so they escaped away from everybody else who was saved, and they ended up going to a deserted island that they just found. And the Christian, obviously being a Christian, knowing Christ, he starts to pray. And then the one who wasn't a Christian, he's thinking to himself, like, should I be praying too? Like, I don't know anything about this Lord. I don't know anything about this God. You know what? I don't have anything else to really do. Like, why not? Like, let's, let's pray. And, but before that happened, something that they did was that they decided to divide the island in half. So the Christians stayed on the left side, and then the non-Christians stayed on the right side. And they had made a deal mainly because of the non-Christian. But he said, you know what? If we're both going to pray, why don't we pray for the same things? And whoever gets the prayer received, that's how we know God is listening to us. And the Christian is being like, that's not how God works. But you know what? Whatever. Like, I'm down for it. And so the first night comes, and they pray for food. And God provides food for the man on the right side and not so much for the man on the left. And then the next day comes, and they pray for shelter. And God provides shelter for the one on the right side, but nothing for the one on the left. And so the one on the right side is noticing, like, okay, God is listening to me. And he's answering my prayers, but nothing on the left. Let me see how much more I can step this up. Let me see how much more I can challenge this, this God. And so he prays like, I want a wife. I want a girl. Like, I'm feeling a little lonely here. And so the next day comes, and the man sees a boat super far off in the distance. And he sees it start to sink. And then a couple moments pass, and he sees a life rag starts coming on his side. And to his surprise, he sees a female coming onto his side. And so he's like sweet i got food i have shelter now i got a girl all i need to do is just i need to get off of this island and so he prays like lord provide a boat for me and this girl and we can just head on out of here and the following day comes and lord provision there is a boat ready for him and his wife and so before they get onto the boat and before they leave god whispers to the man saying hey what about the one on the left and the dude's like what about him like you answered all my prayers. You answered everything for me. You didn't do jack for the guy on the left side. And the Lord spoke to the man saying, no, I did answer the man's prayers on the left. And the man was like, what? what? Like, I don't see anything for him. Like, what did you answer? What, what, like, what prayers did you answer for him? And the Lord told them that the man on the left prayed that all of your prayers would be answered. When it comes to prayer, it's one of our most important tools and it's one of our most powerful tools being a christian 
it's a lot more than people make it out to be. We're not thinking or we're not just speaking words to some mystical being that we have no idea who he or she or whatever it is. We know God. He is a personal God to us. Through prayer, we can grow further in God. We can grow more deep in the relationship with God. And so what's also amazing about it is that we can come to God with our needs. We can come to God with our wants. But he still hears us even if we come to his throne room with the needs of other people. We can enter in his throne room on behalf of other people. And so today I want to talk about intercession. And if you are a note taker, uh, we're going to title this Touch Heaven for Someone. So what is intercession? Intercession is to mediate and to plead on behalf of another. So if someone is going through something tough or someone is going through something and they have no idea how to handle it, us being Christ's followers and us being his hands and feet of the Lord, we are the ones that can step in and help them out. We can be the ones that can be like, I know you are lost right now. I know you probably don't know how to deal with your situation, but I know a God that knows you, and I know a God that can handle it for you. And we can come into their problems, and we can come into their battles, and we can fight for them. And we see this a lot throughout Moses, because this is what he did for his time being with the Israelites. Um, in Exodus 15:25, Moses provides drinkable water for Israel. In Exodus 32:14, Moses stops God from destroying his people when they were worshiping the golden calf. In Numbers 11:2, Moses stops the angry fire of God from burning his people. And in Numbers 27:15, Moses prays for a leader to lead Israel. And there's one more that I want us to mainly focus on because I want this to be the one that we're going to be talking about. And it's going to be in Exodus Exodus 17, 8 through 13. And this is what the Lord, the word of the Lord says. While the people of Israel were still in Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses did and commanded Moses, so Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur climbed to the top of the nearby hill. As long as Moses held up his staff, whenever he dropped his hands, the Amalek gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. Moses interceded for the people during this battle. As long as he had his arms up, and even though scripture doesn't say it, I would like to believe that Moses was praying as well. I would like to believe that Moses wasn't just up there with his hands up, but then that's it. Like I, I would like to believe that he was up there praying and interceding on their behalf as well. And as long as he was praying and he was having his hands up, there was victory. God was with them. And so imagine if Moses wasn't interceding during this moment. Imagine if Moses, instead, he sees that they're being attacked, and he runs up to Joshua and tells him, hey, so 
God kind of needs me to lead you guys to this promised land. We're not there yet. So to make sure I don't die and I can still lead you guys, I'm just going to go hide. And you guys handle them. And when you guys are done, come find me. Awesome. Bye. Like, imagine if Moses didn't intercede for them. We would not have the story that we have now. It would probably be completely different. And if you know the history, like, if this did happen and if the... And if this um, nation did just obliterate uh, the Israelites, who knows how much more they would have started to question Moses and how much more they would have started to doubt God. And so instead of running away from people in battles, let's do what Moses did and let's be present during people who are in battles. Let's intercede for people who can't do things by themselves, who can't handle the battles that they're already going through by themselves let's touch heaven for those who are going through the battle because people are already going through enough pain as it already is people are already going through enough hardships as it already is and they could have been dealing with that stuff for so long that at this point they're they're praying and they're praying and they're praying and they're seeing there's no healing coming and there's no ease off of their hardship and at this point they're just done and they're just tired And at that point, we have to be the ones that can step in and say, no, God is not done with you. I know healing isn't coming yet, but God is still going to provide the healing. I have no idea how that looks like, but I am a strong believer that God can do this for you. Let me intercede on your behalf, and let's see God continue to do the work in your life. So let's be intentional about this when we intercede for people. And there's two ways I want to talk about this. And the first way that I want to talk about this is helping them out in person. So when you're present in someone's life, when they're growing, when they're going through something difficult, when they're going through something hard, it makes a complete difference. It makes such a amazing difference. And something that I've noticed the past couple of months that I've been like catching so much more is that there's a saying that I feel like is starting to lose its meaning, not in like the Christian community, but outside of it. And it's the, Hey, let me know if you need anything. I feel like that now has kind of lost its true meaning because if you're going to come up to me and tell me, Hey, let me know if you need anything. Like I'm going to take that to heart. And if you can't back up your end of it, then what was the point? Like, I understand that it sounds nice. And I also understand that, like, oh, wow, you're telling me you're dealing with this. I have no idea how to help you out. I don't know what to say. But if you need anything, let me know. But I kind of hope you don't. And so, but that's how people, I really feel like that's how people are, 100%. Like, are you really going to be there for me when, when one of my parents die and I am just in grief and I need someone there with me. Are you going to be there for that? Or am I going to call you up and you'll be like, oh, no, sorry, I'm busy. I can't. It's like, all right, man, thanks for that. So let's be present in people's lives and let's be serious about it too. Let's be 100% serious. Now, I also get the fact that we have family, we have kids, and we have we have work and sometimes it's not possible for us to be there for people. It's not possible for to be with family members that are going through something. Like I totally get it. Like, and yeah, that's the only exception I'm making for that. (laughs) So instead then 
that's when the intercession comes into play. Because if we can't give them ourselves, then we can give them the presence of God, who could probably handle it a lot more better than we ever can. Let's continue to be the hands and feet of Jesus in people's lives. Praying on people's behalf when they're battling through sickness, when they're battling through depression. Scripture already says that there is power in our tongue. We have the power to give life and we have power to curse as well. And now imagine how much more powerful our tongue is when we invite God into it. And we send out the spirit of the Lord to those who need it. I like what Paul says in 2 Corinthians. Let's see what's in it. There it is. 2 Corinthians 1.11. And you are helping us by praying for us then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. And you are helping us by praying for us. Paul knew that he had people behind his back that were praying on his behalf, that were interceding for him to get to place the place safely. Paul knew that. And so this time, it's not so much about going through, like, hard battles. But I want to encourage you guys, um, if you have, like, when you have, like, friends and when you have families that are going through something that isn't necessarily, like, a major battle. But let's just say, for example, like, you know someone that's about to go take a driver's test. Or you know someone that's going to go to, like, their first day at, at work or even going by themselves to the doctor, like that kind of stuff, like it's not anything majorly disastrous, but it's still something to kind of bring up anxiety and to bring up the nerves and to just bring up those like negative thoughts. And I just like want to encourage you guys that if you know people that are going through like something like that, that ahead of time, ask them like, hey, when are you going to be doing this certain thing? And also what time? So that way you have the specifics. Instead of just praying just like a general prayer, you have the specifics in front of you. And then when that time comes and when that day comes, right on the spot, that's when you can start praying for them. And I 100% believe that it makes a major difference in that person's life. Now, if you want to follow up with them and just kind of be like, hey, so how did it go? then cool, do it. Like, give you 100% freedom to do that. But imagine how powerful it is to kind of hear them report back to you saying, hey, so I went to go do this certain thing, and I was, like, super nervous. Then all of a sudden, I just wasn't nervous anymore, and I just felt confident in what I was doing. And in the back of your mind, you were like, yeah, I know because I was praying for you during that time. (laughs) Now, imagine if something like that weren't to happen and you didn't pray, they could be still anxious when they're going to go do the thing. They could still be nervous. So it makes a major difference when you're present into somebody else's battle. It makes a difference when you touch heaven for somebody else, even if they're not even asking for it. 
that's something absolutely amazing that we can still have the ability to touch heaven for somebody else even though they're not expecting it. And even though they're not even necessarily needing that, we can still intercede for them. We can still intercede on their behalf. And it, like I said many times, it makes a huge difference. How many of you guys have that someone that you know, like if they're, as long as they're around you, Whatever it is that you're going through isn't that bad. If you don't have someone like that, I would strongly suggest that to build some relationship with someone like that because it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So we have to always be interceding on behalf of other people because we truly have no idea what someone could possibly be going through, what someone could possibly have gone through throughout the week. And the amount of power that comes from our tongue when we simply just say, Lord, just be with that certain person. God can absolutely do amazing things in their life if we just open up our mouths and interceded for people on their behalf. So let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for just prayer being even a thing and you opening up your throne room to us lord god to hear us to hear us when we need something and to hear us when other people need something lord god father i pray you just begin to stir up in our hearts the person that you want to connect to lord god and i pray you just begin to use us to intercede on their behalf father god lord god i just pray we just become open to you let us be vessels in your kingdom father god Lord, let us always continually give thanks to you, Lord Jesus. And I pray that we never forget the power of interceding for other people, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Didn't you get a few nuggets from that? Being present is powerful. You know, I, I appreciate you, Jerry, because I, I feel like that, you know, you shared a little bit of your heart there because I believe that is your heart. You know, that that's, that's valuable to you. That's something that, that you value personally and that you are, are beginning to model personally for, uh, for us and those you're leading. So that's, that's really, really cool. Imagine how much more powerful our words are when, when God's involved, our tongue is. I think he said something like that, something like that quote. Um, I just I wrote that down. Uh, imagine how much more powerful my tongue is when when I'm connected to what the Lord's doing. When I'm connected in prayer, so so good. I want us, our leaders come forward. Uh, we've got a few leaders. Jake and Sharon, you can jump in today, please. Uh, if you need prayer for anything before you go, we'd love to be present with you and intercede for you. And so just in person. And so if you need prayer, if you need to give your heart to Jesus, if you need healing in your body, uh, if you need some provision, you got something going on this week where you just want somebody to agree with you today, then don't leave here without getting prayer. But, but come on up, leaders. Come on up. We got a few of us. I'll, Ashley and I'll pray too. Um, so, if you need prayer, don't leave before uh, getting prayer today. Uh, but if you're if you're good, feel free to fellowship, give somebody a hug, uh, and we will see you on Wednesday night. So, bless you all.